Y'all getting to see us now. You said dress. Get a couple of headshots. Dress to impress. Yeah, well, we'll get the headshots. Who you impressing? Yeah, who you Oh, shut your mouth, girl. Shut up. He impressing who? I'm asking him. Yourself? Somebody else. Come on, G. What are y'all talking about? I surrender. I surrender. He don't know. He don't know now. He don't know what to Wait, say. Who are you dressing to impress, Mr. G? I don't like y'all anymore. <laughs> I just don't like y'all anymore. Could have said yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that was an exactly. easy answer. That you was an easy never answer. Give your secret away that quick. Wait, wait a minute. That wasn't necessary. He oh, right. He ain't saying nothing. So why are you sitting there falsely accusing this man? Who, me? Um, in dress. Instigator. In dress. Yeah. Yeah, who? look at him. So who? Oh, I can hear him. Oh, oh, that, that, that. <laughs> I can't see him. <laughs> I can't see him. Why you tell me to look? But he looked pretty. <laughs> he looked pretty, don't he? Tell, tell the people what kind of suit he got on. Uh, he got on that four-piece Shut your mouth, boy. You got a vest on, too? Boy, 200 degrees, boy. I should have walked out on too, man. In all honesty, yeah, he, he outdressed you today. I started to wear the vest, but I decided oh. to. Oh. Oh, what, you ain't got no color? vest on? No. What color is it? Okay. Black. Oh, shut the fuck. Stripe. We're gathered here today. <laughs> you got the tango hat on. Yay, do I walk. Through the valley. Now, I'm not dead. Oh, no, you, 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 <laughs> you you're, you're at a well, I might be dressed to kill, but you I got ain't dead. Oh, oh, he's dressed too. to, oh, oh, not the men in black. <laughs> he is the men in black. Mm. <laughs> What's the rest of that? You, you, told, you told him to dress up, yeah. though, remember? Galaxy, yeah, but no, I did not. You, you did say dress did nice. I, go back and read what I, okay. You said dress nice. Right, I didn't, you didn't have to, he didn't have to dead my outfit. That's just nice. He outdressed the president today. Yeah. I love it, man. That's how you do. You always dress in a press when you go somewhere, man. Right. Total disclosure. You never when know I, who you go meet. When That's I walked, right. when I walked, <laughs> I was telling Ty that when I was on staff at Chapman High School, the staff always would wear something more than the, the bands in uniform, and mm -hmm. the and the volunteers had a uh, polo shirts with the logo on. Yeah. And and the staff would wear like some kind of collared shirt, but most of the guys would not wear ties. I would wear a tie, a suit, a hat, and if I had a vest to go with that suit, I would wear the vest. And they would say, why are you outdressing the director? So I'm not outdressing the director. I'm wearing what I got. Oh, word? Oh. Don't play with it. me. Hello. Don't play. Don't play. Don't play with that, daggone. <laughs> it, 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 it got to that point where we were we went on the road one year to uh, Bristol, Tennessee. We did a, a show there. And we stopped at a high school to do a rehearsal, and I got off the bus, and I was wearing blue jeans, and the percussion section just stopped. And they're like, are you okay? And I was like, look, we've never seen you in jeans before. We didn't think you owned any. Oh, yeah, oh. do they voice. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That really make them sound foolish. Dumb, I was like, go to the warm park. Leave me alone. Right. Don't you wear your jeans. That's it. That's it. The end. The, the end. end. Yeah, y'all. So we here to do a show, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're talking and we're laughing and we're having a good time. I think it's always good because laughter does you good, like the medicine. The Bible talks about that, and we talk about that in our show. 
Yes. Before. One of them shows back yonder. Y'all to go back and listen to every last one of them. Y'all run these numbers up, y'all. Run them up. We celebrate over a thousand plays, baby. Hey, yep, yep. We celebrate over a thousand plays, play. Let's do it. Don't play with us. Don't sleep on us. Huh? Wake up. What? You sleep on us. Yeah, wake up. Hey, wake up, cuz. <laughs> Get yourself up out of that bed. We here to impress. Listen to what we said. Listen to we the track. DJ, scratchy, scratch out. <laughs> now, peach and head grease. Oh, my favorite. Oh, the show ain't over. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> today's title of the show. <laughs> today's title of the show, ladies and gentlemen, is It's good to have family get togethers. The family is important. Always family is important, man. I, I don't. I don't know why some people don't think so, but we can't stress that enough. People, family are very, 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 very important. It's valuable to make sure that you have or to take or to treat or to act as if family has or to not act, but to just be and take life very important. And, and family, there's value in having a family. It's what I'm trying to say out of all that I just said. Right. Okay. So when you do value family, do you think that you can recover while my family fall out? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm going to do a movie. Uh oh. <laughs> As they walk in, ladies and gentlemen, there is a discussion about can you recover from a family fallout? Which means can you make up from a family fallout? You know, you argue with Auntie and them, and um, some, some people won't let that go. Right. Some people still mad at each other from over 54 years ago. I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. Over 100, they take it to the grave. Mm -hmm. I never want to see you again. I never deal with you again. I never let you hold near anything. Don't knock on my door. <laughs> there, it sounds deep. <laughs> that sounds real. <laughs> yeah. Don't you do it. <laughs> we do the color purple. Huh? <laughs> about some family calls, you know, some uh, fallouts and stuff like that. When do a family fallout usually happen? At a family function. At a family function. Let's name them. Family reunion. Yes. Uh, birthday parties. Mm -hmm. Even some weddings. I'm about to say weddings. Sometimes some funerals. Most of all. That's that's the number one right there. That's that's number yes. one. That was a countdown. Number Ooh. one are funerals. Let somebody get dead on you mm. Mm. and watch family cut up. Let, let that person that, that get dead on you have some money. And have some money or some stuff to leave behind. Cars, uh, yep. jewelry, yep. some fly clothes they had, mm -hmm. shoes. Uh, that yeah, like she said, that money, that money. bank account. Oh, that mm -hmm. that they're gonna life insurance, girl. What you talking about? Huh? 
that life insurance boy would get them every time. Especially when they find out they're not in the will. Oh, my God. Mm. <clears throat> Those are the messiest, man. Yes. Ain't nobody had no will and you ain't tell nobody nothing. Yo, get your priorities straight before y'all get dead on people. Right. Get your priorities straight, man. You think that'll make them listen? You said what? You think that'll make them listen? Miss them? Listen. Uh, apparently she's no. not, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blame it that she ain't got no headphones. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Good, good point. Good, good point. <laughs> so, so... Have you ever uh, dealt with a family falling out that uh, you recovered from? I'm not gonna say a falling out. We just went this uh, separate way, this like, from each other. You know how they say um, when someone passed away, you're supposed to get closer. Sometimes families just separate for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I have that issue now. You do? My cousins, yeah, my cousins would not speak to me now. We were always raised and brought up together in the same household. Yeah, their mom took care of me. Now, y'all tell me if I'm wrong, G. Mm-hmm. Ty. Now, my aunt was was passing, passing through. She was gone. She was on a uh, deathbed. They said everybody needed to come up. The family needed to come in and and um, see her. And while she was talking, was still for the fact because uh, she was going. She was getting dead almost. And she, uh, we got to go up there and see her. And we were talking. And I even led her to Christ. And I was just a young fella, and I was a, I was in my twenties, and I was um, a, a minister of music at a key church, and um, we went up there, and we got to talking to her, letter to Christ, and everything was good. And then we left. We had we had just had our first baby, and we came back home, and then the twenty four hours later, she passed. And they asked me whether I am coming to the funeral. Now, this is the kicker. This was in New York, and I'm in South Carolina. Mm. Now, I don't spend money going up there that I didn't have already. Now, to come up to the funeral, I can't do it. I already paid my respects. I already did what I had to do. So now that I didn't come to the, to the funeral, they don't want to speak to me anymore. Wow. And this... This has been over 25 years ago. Wow. Y'all still not speaking? Still not speaking. They won't wow. talk. Mm. I talked to the, my, my, my boy cousins, but the girls, they, they, they act a little off a little bit. Mm. Mm. And I have forgiven and moved on. So what, what could I have done in this in this thing? I mean, Even it, if I made the attempt to try to talk. I think you said it at the end when you said that I forgave them and moved on. The ball's in their court now. Right. All you can do is forgive them. They just That's had it. to understand they the circumstances circumstance you was in at the time. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Nobody was working. I was doing a little one little job and everything happening, man. And then I, so how was I going to go back up the road twice like that? Right. So they weren't thinking about that. They, they were thinking they about were probably, themselves. They are probably hitting you with, uh, well, if you really, really loved them, you would have found the way. How? Like, yeah, but I still had to have a driver. driver yeah, had right. just got back. Mm -hmm. We already knew she was passing. Mm -hmm. I already told you how long I could stay. Right. I don't did yeah. my part when yeah. I seen her, mm -hmm. so she wanted to know if I was there or not. Right. Like you said, you're a page of respect. I know that, that's kind of cold, but... Yeah. So was she. Oh. Don't we get cold when we get dead? I know he's going to say that. <laughs> 
Gee, what, what is wrong with the man? It's just, I guess, at that time, the people who were closest to, in that case, the people who were closest to her location-wise kind of wanted the Burger King method. They wanted everything their way. Yeah. If you weren't there, yeah. then you're all all of a sudden an ingrate, you're disrespectful, I don't know you, don't care to know you, never will talk to you. That was my favorite cousin, too. We were close. Wow. And unfortunately... Birthday is day before mine type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And unfortunately, it's going to take another loss at that level to even open up the, the lines of communication again. And that's yeah. that. it shouldn't take that. Right. I had a cousin pass away last November. We had a, a, a Thanksgiving get-together, like the Saturday before Thanksgiving. And one of my cousins, Dean, got up and he spoke. It's like, it's so good to see all of y'all here. Like, I just got a kidney transplant last year, and I have a new lease on life. And he said, I implore all of y'all, please don't take life for granted. Don't take our family bond for granted. We don't know who we may see the next day or not. So we got to love each other. We got to tell each other we love. We got to squash beefs and get it, get this done because life is too short. 48 hours later, our cousin died. Not him, but another cousin of ours died. 48 hours after he said that. And it was it was devastating. Mm. And and those words come to fruition today. And to this day, I've never seen my my dad and his remaining siblings this more connected than ever. Even, even to the point that my oldest uncle used to live in Detroit, built a house down here and moved in last June. That's so he could I mean. be so he could be closer to his his brothers and his sister because they're all in their seventies. They don't want um, Broadus. Do you mean Uncle Broadus? I don't know the one that came to the studio with your dad one time. That was so long ago. It was one of his brothers. No, that was my uncle James. Oh, okay. Uncle Broadus, yeah. My Uncle Broadus is the oldest. He's 78. Oh, okay. Well, and, gotcha. and it's it's they're discovering that he may have some cancer coming back. They don't know quite yet. They're finishing up tests, but he came back down because that the death of his niece was like, Nope, I've got to be near my family while I got a chance. So every other day he calls all of them, speaks to them for hours. And then every now and then the four of them get together and they go go to Applebee's, which is literally down the road from where we live. And they, they eat and sit there and talk for hours and talk for hours. Now, do they agree on everything? No. But they learn to let those things slide because life is too short. Mm-hmm. If you go to the grave angry at somebody, you can't tell them you're sorry when you're dead. Right. And if they tell you they're sorry when you're dead, you can't hear it. Exactly. So you got to get that stuff squashed. And like, like I said before, you done all you can do. You forgave them. And you released it. Now, whether they make the effort to come back to reach out to you, it's on them. But you love them the same way because you never know. You never know the next time the call might be about them or the call might be about you. And well, and then, then, the, then the question comes, will they let the beef override the fact that you're family? Hmm. And will they let that beef keep you from coming to you because 25 years ago, you didn't come back 
after getting back down to South Carolina, finding out just when you get back, oh, she passed away. So you got to turn back around. Not thinking that you're the only. You're not the only one in the dark moment mm-hmm. in your darkest yeah. hour. Yeah, you, now, other you're people not are suffering too. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're not the only one suffering. Speaking of dark or whatever the case may be, ladies and gentlemen, let's slide over to our walking encyclopedia himself, Mister G. <laughs> I don't even know he was even ready, but he is now. Uh-oh. You gotta be ready. You're always ready. ready. Oh, you're ready. Goes the weasel. All right, I have a couple of trivia facts for you. One of them was long overdue. This question was asked like 20 episodes ago. Wow. And it was asked by Ty. Oh. And actually, Ty actually said, Mr. G knows. I know he know. I know he know. And I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it had to deal with the scene in... Uh, uh, lean on me. Remember, we oh, talked no, about lean on me the other me. day when when Joe Clark walked into the bathroom and 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 confronted him and asked him to. I think it was the bathroom. Well, he confronted the yeah. group to yes. ask to ask him to sing the alma mater. Mm-hmm. Yes, those four boys. Well, he said that they have to be a part of a singing group, and in fact, they were. The name of the group they're in is called Riff. They were an R and B slash acapella group from Patterson, New Jersey, and they came out with three hours. My, my brother and sister in law live. In Patterson, oh, yeah. So, and my sister-in-law's hometown is Patterson. So, so, so shout yeah. out to yeah. shout out to Adrian and Farah. If you're listening, great. Yeah. If not, you, you should be. Should just, be just just saying. Supposed to the <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they're from Patterson, New Jersey. They had they came out with three albums. Their most well-known song is "If You're Serious." That came out in 1991. Mm-hmm. My time. I'm gonna have so, to listen so, to that. And so they they did fairly well with that song. So that's the name of the group. They actually sung. In fact, I think on YouTube they did a reunion, and the four of them sung the East Side High alma mater again. Because they had a big reunion for of all the cast, and they sung the they sung the dear old East Side High uh, alma mater again with no headphones on. They at least had a funeral. At least had a reunion. No eyes, no ears. It's a right, moment going on, ladies and gentlemen. But they said they uh, the name of the group is Riff. Riff. R I F F. Oh, Riff. Oh, Riff. Oh, Riff. I'm coming with that up. Okay. And uh, the second one, everybody knows of Rosa Parks, right? And everybody knows that she's well known for basically kicking off the main part of the uh, civil rights move in 1955 on December 1st, 1955, when she refused to give her seat to a white man on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama, and she was arrested. But did you know that nine months before, there was a 15-year-old black girl, and I learned, actually learned this in our Sunday school lesson, and it, it mentioned this because the, the Sunday school lesson was talking about being overlooked and underappreciated and it was the story about David being made king of Israel. And so they used her as an example. I think, ah, shoot, her first name, I think it's Claudia Colvin, C-O-L-V-I-N. She was 15 years old and she was pregnant. She just got out of school and three of her friends, they got on the bus. And of course, the rules are all black people on a segregated bus have to sit behind all the white people. And some white, uh, a white lady came onto the bus with a couple of other people and they asked, well, they didn't ask. They told him to move. The driver told him to move. And her three friends said, sure, no problem. I got it. I'm gone. 
And according to the account on history.com, Claudia said it felt like Sojourner Truth was on one side holding me down and Harriet Tubman was on the other side of me holding me down. I couldn't get up. So I said, no, I refuse. I paid my fare for this bus ride and it's my constitutional right to stay here. So pregnant and all, they arrested her. Mm -hmm. And of course, the NAACP came over and they did their hubbub and all that stuff. But they chose not to make her the face of the movement because, and I quote, she is too dark and she is too pregnant for anybody to care if she will be the face of this movement. So they sat on it. And nine months later, when Rosa Parks just happens to be a 42-year-old seamstress and the secretary of that chapter of the NAACP got arrested for the same thing. Oh, all right, she can be our face. Now, I'm not trying to belittle what Rosa Parks did. I'm not trying to belittle what Rosa Parks went through. But it's kind of awkward and it's kind of sad in the way that our very own organization who was trying to stand up for the advancement of colored people, which is what NAACP stood for, chose not to use a 15-year-old pregnant girl because she was pregnant and too dark and nobody would care about the movement if she was the face of it. Although she was later a part of the Supreme Court case Browder versus Gale that that proves that that definitively proved that the Montgomery bus system was was holding withholding the civil rights of those black people on the bus. And that decision came down on December 16th, 1956. But Rosa Parks is the face of the Montgomery bus boycott, not Claudia Colvin. Wow. Because she was too dark. She and she was, was pregnant. And she, and she was young. She too. was pregnant out of wedlock. Because mm. then, then if they would have did that, then they know they really would have been hit with a double wagon. Mm-hmm. She's black and a woman, and well, that's it would be three. She's black woman, and she was pregnant out of wedlock. Out of wedlock. They looked down on that a good bit. But now her father said that. He didn't sleep the night that she came back home from jail because they, they feared retribution from the Ku Klux Klan. So he slept with his shotgun, did not sleep. His shotgun was in his hands the entire night. He did not sleep and did not let her out of her sight because they were, they were, he was, they were afraid of retribution on her. And they didn't care if they killed the, the girl or the baby or both. Wow. So they wanted retribution for what she stood up for, which is her constitutional right. She paid for the fare. Right. But because she was too dark and she was unmarried, she was 15 and she was pregnant, the NAACP decided not to use her as the face of this cause to advance the civil rights movement. Mm. Wow. Wow. It is, y'all. It is, folks. The facts, the trivia facts from the man, the walking encyclopedia himself, Mr. G. So for all you black people out there that just think racism is one way, all right, take a look at ourselves first because sometimes we say some really bad stuff about ourselves. Exactly. So we need to check ourselves, make sure we're doing right by our own people before we start pointing fingers at anybody else. That's family. 
That's right. We ought to be able to sit together like family, no matter what. Right. But we light skin, dark skin, in between. Right. And equal opportunity, but yet they can't even treat each other right. True. Let alone each other. You know, these are the people. When people do that, man, I don't even think they get got any values or morals about themselves that much. Mm-hmm. But people, especially True. the people that think that they're above one another, because you got family members that do that. Most people think that. I know most people, most family members would fall out because they already think that they are better than someone else. This is. Part of connected to the last, uh, the last show we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. even when dealing with a narcissism, pride, and, you know, being humble. And you can't humble yourself to know that, you know, your family is all you got because mm-hmm. you ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. Humble yourself. A family is very important. That's what we're talking about today, you know. Can you recover from a family fallout? Yes. The Bible tells us to forgive. Right. You know, we got to yep. move on. We got to get past what we're going through. If we continue to allow our past to affect our future, we'll never get nowhere. Right. It's not on not a lot only uh affecting our future. Let me slow down and talk. It also affects our presence. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I get to talking so fast and then I and it actually affects our kids. And it, and Ooh, that's what it, it trickles down. That's right. Yeah. It trickles down to our children. And that's right. where the root of all these generational curses come from. Mm-hmm. Cause they see you not forgiving and being evil, they they gonna be they gonna have your back and be the same way. Because hatred is learned. Yeah. They don't even know what's going on. They don't like that family member because you don't like them. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, let's slide on them into our corny joke corner. Then we get back up in this thing talking about our family values. No other than y'all. Here she is, tired of yourself. <laughs> Herself. Yeah. Oh, my bad, y'all. I caught myself that time. Stop boogie. Hush up. <laughs> the Sight Beyond Sight podcast presents Joke Corner with Ty Boogie. Mm, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I have a two short little stories. I know him. Which one? Too short. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what he's saying. I can't even say it. <laughs> I know that's right. Dude, okay. We got to put explicit on the show for that. All right. Okay. Okay, it's a little story. My boss made me go into the office on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the day, he came in, in to check on me and caught me having a beer. He said to me, you can't drink while you're working. I said, oh, don't worry. I'm not working. (laughs) (laughs) No word, Doc. I'm not. I'm just sitting here chilling, girl. You got another one? Okay. (laughs) Okay. My wife came home from work yesterday and ragged about her boss. She said to me, I'm never going to work for that man again. I asked her, why? What did he say to you? She said, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, OMG. Okay. Okay, really? 
That's all I got for That's you. That's all you got today. Y'all, got. there she was. There she is. And there she goes. It's time. You She's know. gone. Pew. Well, pew, pew. not gone, gone, but. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has been Joke Corner with Ty Boogie. Don't go anywhere. We got more inspiration and information for you right after this. Need to turn that box of old videos in your closet and basement into digital format? Let Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment convert your old VHS movies for you. Restore and share family memories from 20 years ago, and you can watch your digitized videos on your computer, your tablet, your smartphone, or TV. Call us at 864-529-5360 or reach out to us on our Facebook page or by email, sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Book your kids' party today with Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. We have bouncy houses, concessions, tents, chairs, and tables, DJ and photography services at prices you won't find anywhere else. We'll come to you, set up, and come back and get the items later so you just have a good time at the party. For more info, call us, 864-529-5360, or reach out to us on Facebook, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment, or email sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment is now giving piano, drums, and vocal lessons to all those who are interested. Looking for a place for you or your group to record your project? Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment has the available studio time you're looking for. For more information on how to book your studio time or to sign up for lessons, call us, 864-529-5360. Reach out to us on Facebook, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment, or by email, sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. This is your girl, Ty Boogie, and I want to welcome you back to Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment Podcast. Enjoy. So, we, 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 we're going to start our segment sooner or later. Tomorrow, I mean tomorrow, the next show that y'all hear, we'll be doing Ask Pastor Happy Feet, or Ask Pastor segment, and I think it's going to be pretty good. When we on some trip, and it would just be my opinions, no facts or truth about my answer. Whatever comes up, oh. it's gonna come out. It's, it's gonna come out. Mr. G, thinking over there. It's gonna come out. So there it is, y'all. So that's what we're gonna do. So and right if now, you want to send in some questions to ask Pastor Happy, hey, please you can send them. To, I'm gonna ask. You my, can send them my co-workers and friends. What yeah, do you want to ask do. the pastor? You can that's send them. And I bring them with me. You can send yeah. them in to yeah. site beyond site seven at gmail dot com. Yes, be ready to or answer. you can DM us at podcast site four. DM in the inbox or leave a comment on our Facebook page, site beyond site entertainment. Yeah, what he said. But y'all, right here, before we move any further, let's just go and get an empowerment moment by no other than Lady Diamond herself. Black Diamond. Thank you, Happy Feet. This week's words of encouragement are, we don't have long on this earth to live, so live your best life. Whatever goals and dreams that you have for yourself, don't be afraid to go after them, no matter how big or small. If you want to lose 20 pounds, 
do the work necessary to lose those 20 pounds. You want to go back to school, start a degree, or start a new career. You can't graduate if you never enroll. Want to relocate to a new location to start a new life? Why aren't your bags packed yet? No matter what it is you want to do in life, go after it. No day is promised to anyone. Tomorrow's not promised. Next year's not promised. So whatever it is you want to do, you need to get started with it now. You can't accomplish something if you never attempt in the first place. And in order to be successful at it, you have to work at it. It's going to take work. So go after what you want. Have faith that you will accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish and do it. Just get out there and do it. Don't think about the negatives. Don't think about the what, if, what can go wrong. Just go and do it because you never know how successful you can be if you never go after what you want in the first place. Thank you, Black Diamond, so much. There you go. I'm trying to act professional. Got to. You can't act, you got to be it. Okay. See, <laughs> this is our family. Wait, what? What? Oh. Who be? Yeah, that's why I'm on a diet now. What? He said I, I said be it. it. I didn't say oh. be it. Oh. oh, see? That's you know what I'm saying? What? That's there's, a, there's another reason. Uh -oh. Misunderstandings. Uh, Yo. Correct. Get it. Bam. Get it right there. Over a small misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. A major fallout can happen. See how you reacted? What you say? Yeah, what you say? You say I'm big. And then, like, big? Well, ain't nobody even said that. First of all, sir. You got you got to cut them. You yeah. can't be like that, though. Huh? You got to communicate a little better. You can't be all rowdy rowdy. I got to cut? Because I don't mind. You don't mind cutting? I cut you back. Oh. So you can just fell out that fast for what two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is gone back in a flash. In a flash. And you know, that's why I, I really can't send text messages. Uh, it could be um, took in the wrong way. Plenty of times. Yep. I what do you think about that? And you took stuff the wrong way. Yep. Yeah. I have. That's a daggone shame in the sky. Because okay. you can't really tell the the impact or the way they're saying it through just words. Unless they put the exclamation marks or capital letters. Yeah. 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 Okay. But when you know how people got a little smart mouth, you know they've been smart, yeah. though. But see, no, you're assuming. <laughs> you're assuming. That's an assumption right there. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how the fallouts can happen. Right. But what, what if the message is a smart message? What about just assuming it was nice? Yeah, I mean, if you're <laughs> you taking it that way, then something, something may be wrong with you. Maybe. Maybe. I went through that a little bit uh, with a fraternity brother of mine. He he he's a uh, he was a former band director at Malden High School, and he was uh, posting a question on Facebook, and it got to a good conversation on both sides. Both sides were able to debate back and forth, and I didn't comment on the debate, but I just went in there and said, "This is what I like. I love this type of conversation where both sides can express their views openly and equally without even without any kind of." Not any kind of finger pointing or destruction of the other. We need more conversation like this. And he responded back. I'm glad, I'm glad to see that our conversations can amuse you oh. in such a, in, in, in such a way. And I took it to mean like, Oh no, 
he thought I thought I was that this was funny and hilarious. So I immediately reached out to him. I didn't. Re I, I reached out to him personally. And I said, "Look, I didn't mean to cause any confusion or make anybody think I was belittling the conversation or anything like that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I, I didn't mean it." And he got back to me two hours later and said, "Dude, what are you talking about? We enjoy, we do conversations like this all the time. It's funny to us too." It's not just funny. You, it's, we're serious, but we know how to not go so far that we lose friendships and family relationships over this. That you're overreacting. Just let it go. It's not that bad. Like, oh, okay, sorry, my bad. But I assumed the wrong thing because I saw. I saw. I'm so glad that our conversation can amuse you. And I thought it was. It was just on. It was on Facebook. So I thought he was saying it like. Well, I'm so glad right. that our conversation can amuse you in what we're going. That's, that's the way I thought it, and that's the way I felt. I'm like, oh no, uh oh. Oh, okay. But that's the, I took. I misunderstood it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. He's one of the fraternity brothers that uh, initialized me into my music fraternity. So he's a, he's like a big brother to me. So that and I thought almost I thought I was losing a brother for real. Oh damn. So, but it was it was moving away. But that misunderstanding. If you don't get it squared yeah. away quick enough, it can lead to big rifts. It and rifts exactly. can become chasms. And chasms are hard to mend. Right. Not impossible, but mm -hmm. hard. So when you do that, when, when you do that, man, you're able to fix a problem quick. Yeah. That helps situations from brewing and that layers and layers and layers of layers and layers of unforgiveness and, un and hurt and anger building up. Because like you said before, hurt people hurt people. And and when someone right. feels hurt, they're going to come uh, right back at them. A hurt people get offended. Oh, that's why your mama ugly. Like, what? Huh? What my mama got to do with that? And that's, and that's how things get started. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a wrap for you. Well, I never liked your not. mama's cooking. That's Every time she, I stayed over her house. She's not alive. You know, we're going to come mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mama, yeah that's, that's, that's a death warrant right there. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, man. That's how some people go. Yeah. They go to the lowest point where they know it can hurt somebody. Mm. Wow. Mm, mm. So, so what kind of advice we can do? I mean, we could tag them again? I feel like they should address the problem but not like in a mean way, because like we said, we could misinterpret certain things. Depends on what we're going through at the time. Mm -hmm. And just fix it. That's you growing. That's your growth. Yeah. Sure. Like you can't be this childish person all the time, always looking for problems and not solving them. Okay. Mm -hmm. G? Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. You got to stop being the person who wants to instigate and learn to be the person who can embrace. Right. Because if in... You, you're, you're, it's immediately known who you are when problems arise. Are you the one to start spreading the the, the, the problem or are you the one to try to fix it? Right. We got to, eventually, it's got to come some growth and maturity in our lives that enough is enough. We got to stop acting like ch children right. and be better. Be better. You only get one family. Right. You have many extended family, but you only get one blood family. Right. And when you lose them, what you going to do then? And then you've been in wasted time being mm -hmm. with that person, spending time with them because you because of a misunderstanding, and could have been fixed. Could have been fixed. You took the time. Right. You took the time. I've been there, so I've been there. 
And it makes you feel good when you're able oh. to make up. Ooh, yeah, it made me feel so yeah, such a relief because it was nothing. It's just all about communicating to see what's going on. Because mm -hmm. that person might have thought you did something, and then you could have thought they could have thought you did something like you mm -hmm. know, we and it could have been resolved way before it got so big and so distant from being around someone, being around family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To make sure that you always take the time to clear up any misunderstandings always try to make everything right always know that it's never wrong being the big person or right. being the bigger person right. being old outcome because love conquers everything mm -hmm. if you have that in you you don't like the bickering and the arguing and the fighting you'll be one of the main ones that will say hey let's fix this Right. Let's do this the right way. Let's end this uh, uh, night better or this moment better than what is what, where we are right now, where we are. Because we ain't doing nothing but hurting each other and messing up the rest of our life. And just like Ty said earlier, it trickles down to the children, the mm -hmm. nephews, the nieces. And everybody's right. affected by this. The grandchildren, now, you know, they don't want you to see the kids no more. Mm -hmm. And that's in any situation. Now, now they're holding kids against you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stop a kid from going to church just to stay away from you. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And family is all you got. That's your blood, your bloodline, especially when the, the older ones are going away and it's yeah. just generation left. We got to stick together. We got to teach these values into our yeah. people. Mm -hmm. that, yo, family is important. I don't care if you smoking weed with them or not. Just remember that. That's what <laughs> y'all did. Just do it. The winos, they stuck together. They stood on that corner singing. They might have had not had that song out then, but I need you, you need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. That's my song. Gee, you just waiting to see if I'm gonna hit that note. I was waiting for. I was waiting. Agree with me. I was waiting for Ty to come in. She said that was her song. Oh yeah, yeah, come in. yeah. She wrong. She ain't coming in. Now she want to try to low key sing while we talk. Up on the podcast trying to sing. Yeah, I rap first. No, don't do, don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. Yeah, uh huh. We're about to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're about to end the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what? Let's go. Your time. Kick a flow. Mm. I can't. Nah, after you start saying that song. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what ah. All this time you've been singing, all you need is one mic. I know, but that's, that's that and one song one. I love because my, my mother passed. That was a song that was on me, so that's why. So you need one mic heart. to express yourself. Uh, I got three mics up. in front of me, though, but it's one ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, G, you she, she should not have encouraged that. Right. Don't nope. do me like that. I can't be embarrassed. I got an um, image to withhold. <laughs> I can't mess up my record deal by spitting these flows on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. You can't mess it up, man. You guys got Y'all ain't signed me yet, though. Words. Well, we got to sign you, man. So that way nobody else will get you and you won't be going nowhere, you know, trying to run away to the next label. You know what I mean? We got to make sure that we do what we got to do to keep you. Word. If G got to keep dressing up to keep you, Ma, we keep you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what we doing, y'all. You know I mean, we gotta make sure, you know, we gotta, yo, we gotta Heart do what it takes. Yeah, word, All man. Right. 
That's what we doing here at the podcast. Y'all, the Psych Beyonce Entertainment Podcast. Get the Psych Beyonce Podcast. Psych Beyonce Entertainment Podcast. We bring you inspiration and information. Listen, please make sure that you love family. Value family. Make sure that you don't take life for granted. Do what you do to keep everybody else in, 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 in the up, up in communication. The communication is the key. Miscommunication is the death to all relationships. I, no matter if it's a physical death or spiritual death or emotional, it's a death. A death is a death. It will kill it dead, dead. May God continue to bless you, keep you in perfect peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. This your girl, Ty Boogie. I want to thank you all for listening, liking, sharing. And I just want to let you know a couple of things. Let it hurt, let it heal, and let it go. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast. A podcast of inspiration and information. A production of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Contact us by email at sightbeyondsight 7 at gmail.com follow us on facebook at site beyond site entertainment and on twitter at podcast site 4 this podcast is edited and produced by me mr g site beyond site entertainment is your home for quality professional dj and photography services school functions church events weddings you name it Site Beyond Sight Entertainment is here to help make your event special just for you. We also have studio time and give piano and drum lessons to people of all ages. For more information, contact us on our Facebook page, Site Beyond Sight Entertainment. Call us at 864-529-5360 or email us at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, you got your glasses on again? Yeah. So why do you act like you can't see me? I'm looking at you. Oh, Girl, he rolled his eyes at me. John Cena. <laughs> <Girl, please. laughs> he rolled his eyes please, at me. Uh, please. Roll him back. I yeah. did? I trust me. <laughs> 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 I actually didn't bother me. No, of course not. You why didn't because you didn't see me do it. You wrong. I'm not wrong. That's an ADA violation. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't want you to see, so that was perfect. Person. It's a federal offense to hit a blind person. I ain't hit you. You hit me. When? Don't nobody else see it. <laughs> Whether they seen it or not. They're going to hit it when I hit you. Oh, snap. Oh.